0: Hello, welcome back to the Two Dudes and a podcast with Jackson. And Brandon. Yep, we're back. Uh, well, I weep Ground, now weep Ninny Bong. Universal greeting right there. Oh, yeah. So, we're back. It's been months at this point. Months. But who cares? You know, this show, we do it when we want to do it.
1: And maybe you guys will listen when you want to listen.
0: But just please listen. Um, yeah, please. I'm begging you. <laughs> I'm on my knees. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm weeping over here for you to listen. I'm pissing my pants. <laughs> Brandon's pissing and I'm weeping. There's too much water in this studio. We're going to short a circuit. Oh, boy. All right. So um, we're back. Blow a gasket. Um, and on that note, some changes to the show. So Ooh. this show, when do we do it? Whenever the hell we want. Um,
1: Cocky attitude. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um basically, I'm going to aim for like once every other week, you know, maybe once a week if we're like maybe enough stuff happens. Into it maybe maybe enough maybe happens. Maybe we got something to talk about. Maybe, yeah, you know, fun things. Um more, you know, places to listen. Main place is going to be YouTube. Every single episode uh even this one is oh, up there YouTube's right now. An archive, basically. YouTube's the complete, you know it's the complete complete set the complete experience listen to every single episode maybe one day if we have other shows that we want to like produce for people or just other podcasts that maybe one of us does it'll be up there too Um, maybe someday maybe someday for SoundCloud um, it's going to be recent episodes and that goes for Apple Podcasts as well because SoundCloud only lets you upload like so much runtime and our episodes are like usually an hour and we've gone past that and then you have to pay for extra stuff and I paid for it for about a year um and I don't want to pay for that anymore Oof. so um recent episodes will be up on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts so this one and maybe a few of the like past couple ones. Does Apple but have if a, you Apple
1: Does Apple have a limit?
0: Apple just uploads what's on SoundCloud. Gotcha. Because you have to like link it through that. I got you. Um or like some other podcast hosting thing. Neat. Um maybe I'll change podcast hosting website. Um sorry, I just got a text that was asking about something we'll talk about later. Um So,
1: so, yeah, recent episodes on Apple and SoundCloud, but the archive complete experience of the Two Dudes and a podcast is, in fact, up on YouTube. This episode will be there in both places.
0: Yes, this episode will be up on all three, but if you want to go back and listen to, like, from the very beginning...
1: I think they get the idea.
0: Yeah, YouTube. <laughs> YouTube's the place. Um, how do you get there? Um, on our Instagram, follow us on Instagram... Let me pull up our our, at.
1: The Two Dudes Podcast with underscores.
0: Yes, the underscore two underscore dudes underscore podcast. What a mouthful. Um, But the Two two Dudes Podcast on Instagram. Uh, We have a link tree in our bio. You click on that, and you can just go to SoundCloud, Apple, or YouTube. And even on the link tree, it will clarify what episodes are there. So... That's that. Um, Changes. uh, All all that business is done with. So pretty much all the changes. uh, What what have you been up to? What have you been doing? I know Uh, you did a whole semester of college since the last episode.
1: For a whole semester. Yeah, that was fun. Got a bunch of transformers while I was there. I think we'll talk about that later, though.
0: That's a later segment. Later segment. Um, I heard you've been playing Doom Eternal.
1: Oh, yeah, Doom Eternal. Is that fun? It's lots of fun.
0: <laughs> I hope you've been so doing much, much ripping and tearing. Much
1: ripping and much tearing.
0: You went to a theater for like the first time in a year? Oh, yeah. I think
1: Godzilla vs. Kong.
0: Did you enjoy that theater experience?
1: It was a good theater experience.
0: That's good to know.
1: The movie was pretty good, but it had its issues.
0: yeah. I'll I'll say the same. I watched it on HBO Max.
1: It was something.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm glad it revived the
1: Monsterverse, though.
0: Yeah. I don't know where they're going to go from there, but good for them.
1: Son of Kong, I think, is supposed to be the next movie.
0: Okay, I guess. I don't know how that works, because Kong doesn't have a dick. (laughs) 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 Okay. We literally
1: got a full-on shot of him from the front, and it wasn't there. It was a lot weirder than if it had actually been there.
0: I have no comment to that, but, um, I went to the movies, too. Um, it's not the first time I've been to the movies in a year, because last year, uh, there's a little theater I like to support in a town over, and they had pretty good, uh, what you would call safety protocols. Gotcha. Plus, no one was going, so I felt even safer. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So I would I, I they they were showing classic movies. Oh. So I saw like some of my favorite movies. Like I saw my favorite movie Pulp Fiction on the big screen. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh Forrest Gump, Monsters, Inc for Halloween. I saw that on Halloween. Wow. Pretty good. It's not exactly a Halloween movie, but I like it. My favorite it's a Pixar good movie. movie. Oh, I saw Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Ooh, Unfortunately, amazing. I missed seeing Lord of the Rings. Man. All three of them on the big screen, but I have a projector. I can go out back and watch it on the side of my house now. That's pretty cool. Which is what I did. <laughs> um,
1: did you watch the extended cuts? Or?
0: I've only seen the extended cut of Return of the King. Okay. Um, Which, that's my favorite one out of all of them. I'll go back and watch the extended cut for the other two eventually. I just haven't. I've got other stuff I want to watch first. Me too. But I went to the movies um, The first time this year. um, And I saw A Quiet Place Part 2. I had not seen A Quiet Place. The first one. Until this year, actually. I remember my friends watched it when we were, like, all staying over one night. Um, I fell asleep during it. Because I was tired. And it was quiet. And they stayed up it wa- it was not quiet at the end of the movie. a lot of loud noises wow. um so i I only knew like a few things from that movie hmm. um so I watched that. I thought the first one it's a solid movie. The second one I think it's a solid movie too
1: a solid movie too,
0: yeah, um. I liked it. Uh, The story was interesting. I didn't know... I mean, I knew a little bit of where they were going, but I didn't know where they were going. But, cool ending. I hope they can expand on the universe, because the creatures in it are attracted to sound, and they're from space, so they're aliens. I want to know how the hell they got to Earth, and, like, why they got to Earth. Because they aren't like they're killing machines. They're not like the most intelligent. Hmm.
1: They're kinda like xenomorphs. But they can't see
0: They're not they're not as smart as xenomorphs though. Oh, that's neat. Like xenomorphs can retain certain information and in things. Mm-hmm. I don't think these have that big of a capability. Like these are just like Kill. Kill mode. Twenty four seven. Attracted to sound. You make a sound, you're dead. Kill
1: whatever makes a sound.
0: And they run on all fours, so they're really fast. Oh, wow. Um, and they're huge. And they have armored skin.
1: They cover a lot of ground.
0: But I want to know what the heck... Like, I think... It, I don't know. Because, like, I don't know why they are on Earth. Like, in the f- in the opening of the first movie, you see how they got to Earth. But... I can't really tell. I'm I'm kind of like looking at it, and I'm like, is that a meteor or is that a spaceship crashing? Yeah. Because I don't think these things can operate a spaceship. Mm-hmm. They're very much like wildlife. So my working theory is that either option A, um, some alien race packed them up sent them to just out in space and they crashed on earth just by happenstance. Cause the alien race finally like evolved enough to maybe, um, heard them or something. So they just said, we're taking these things off the planet so we can live and prosper. And then they just crashed on earth and maybe it's a cyclical thing. Like eventually like, like, you know, earth, will evolve enough to fight them or, like, herd them or something or just get them and then they'll throw them on a ship and shoot them off into space and they'll crash on the next planet and it'll happen over and over again. Option B is it was a strategic move. They sent them there to kind of, like, cripple Earth and then the next, like, by the time um, humans have got to where they can fight these things, the alien, the aliens that sent them are going to be there. And they and the humans are going to be weakened. So, that makes
1: sense. That makes more sense. That would be
0: a cool here. plan. But I think it's going to be more like option A. But I don't know. I don't know John Krasinski. He can't tell me. But I feel like John Krasinski might not even. I feel like John Krasinski just wanted to make a cool movie. Probably what it is. Which I don't mind. No, I like so people who just want to make cool movies. usually
1: what brings the horror factor of a horror monster. We don't yeah. know where it came from. It's the unknown. It came from space. Kind of like Cthulhu.
0: It's just I'm a nerd, so I like lore. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Um, So I thought that was a good movie. Um, You seen any good movies Uh, besides Godzilla vs. Kong? Have
1: I seen any good movies? I watched Cars while I was at college.
0: Dude, I watched Cars. You know, Cars... Funny movie, good. I think it's a pretty good movie. It's a
1: masterpiece of filmmaking.
0: But if you start to like think about things that happen, like the timeline, stop right it gets there. really disturbed. <laughs> you don't ask questions about why that no, exists in the Cars universe. You don't ask questions about how they exist. You just accept. It's like doom. <laughs> you just accept things <laughs> There's a pope within car. the Cars universe. There's a Pope car. <laughs> uh, like, Was there a Jesus the exi- car? The existence of Sarge. Means there was a World War Two. <laughs> so what the hell is that about? Like,
1: but was there a Jesus car?
0: Well, in Cars too. I mean, you got to think about it. Finn McMissile's British intelligence. There's a British intelligence. They're shooting guns out of the front <laughs> hoods. What is this universe? So yeah, Cars is a universe where you just accept. You don't question exactly because if you start thinking. You go to some bad shit real quick. I also quick.
1: watched the 1984 Dune movie.
0: Oh, that's on my watch list. I've heard it's an interesting film. It was pretty terrible.
1: Yeah. It was not That good. seems
0: to be the general, like...
1: I even watched the extended cut.
0: David Lynch directed that, It was right?
1: just, It was just bad. Like, it was just boring.
0: David Lynch.
1: Okay, I had more fun watching 2001 A Space Odyssey than I did this movie.
0: Did you like 2001? I loved 2001: Space Odyssey. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know if you liked it for the actual reasons people like it, though. No. No. <laughs> I thought it was full of shit, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it? I mean, I remember. I, I remember you were like making videos of you watching it, and yeah. um, Among you, Us. <laughs> you, you basically called it Among Us, the movie. So. Oh boy,
1: they had Literally had color-coded spacesuits, and one of them got launched out into space. (laughs) And then the monkeys lost their shit over a monolith. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) All right. Um, But it's comments on theology and uh, evolution and stuff, or.
0: you're just like, meh. I don't know.
1: I, I see you, and I hear you, and I, I actively choose not to give a shit.
0: <laughs> you know, that's a that's that, that's one way to look at
1: something. You made Among Us the movie. We're going to leave it at that with monkeys in the beginning.
0: You made Among Us the movie with a weird prologue. Yes. <laughs> okay. And a robot. And a robot. There
1: was also a Futurama reference. Actually, no, it's the other way around. There's a... 2001 reference in future Rumble, But okay. Uh so, have you seen 2001?
0: No, I haven't. Oh, it's it's
1: an amazing movie.
0: I've heard it's a great comedy from you.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I liked it for other reasons too. It's like cinematography is pretty great and it's just weird. The funny part is is if it feels like it just ends, it's because it literally just ends. Okay. Because they, they ran out of money.
0: Well thank you, Stanley Kubrick. That's literally what happened. They Stanley Kubrick, money. a madman, but I guess also he made some good movies. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say that and then someone's gonna be like he made more than just good movies. He made he he was a, a a testament to film, and I'm like, Okay. Okay So is monkey. every like great director. I like movies. Make movies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm not jerking movies. off Stanley Kubrick <laughs> over here,
1: or Zack Snyder.
0: <laughs> Listen, Zack Snyder. Here, here's here. Everybody's freaking out about Zack Snyder because of Snyder Cut. It's like he made a good Justice League movie. Okay, he made a terrible Batman versus Superman movie. And still, a bad
1: Superman movie.
0: He made a. Uh, it divis- was a ba- he made a divisive it, Superman movie. It was movie. a bad Superman movie. I think it's a good Superman a movie Superman if you movie. go certain directions afterwards. Batman v. Superman ruined well, no. the ending of Man of, of, man is a of Steel. a bad Superman
1: movie from beginning to end. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Why does he slam the trees through the dude's truck? That's not a very Superman thing to do.
0: Because that
1: man was a dick. No, that's a bad reason. Why would Clark Kent do that? That's the opposite of what Clark Kent stands for just because he's a dick to Clark Kent doesn't mean Clark Kent's going to be a he dick He wasn't back to just
0: him. a dick to Clark Kent. He was yeah, a dick to everyone around him. Yeah, but he's going to break
1: his stuff. That there's no point in that.
0: <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Man of Steel is a pretty good It's not the greatest Superman movie ever, but it's a pretty good Superman movie. And that's 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 my thoughts on it. But other than that... Zod shouldn't have been
1: the bad guy. Zod was bad, too.
0: (laughs) I don't... Yeah, I don't know. He was too angry. Bad guys need to be angry. That Krypton
1: was pretty terrible, too. Like, it was just Cybertron.
0: I don't know what you're talking about with that Krypton being Cybertron.
1: Krypton, I mean, well, one, it should be a colder planet with more ice on it. If it has a red sun, red suns actually burn colder than ours. We're not
0: sun. looking for scientific facts here, Brandon. Well, we're looking. Look, they did it better in the '70s. Okay, they did do Man it better in the '70s. I'm just saying, we're not. This is a Zack Snyder Superman movie. That's Brandon. That's the problem. <laughs> this is this is. We're not looking for scientific facts. We're looking for for um. Good cinematography, an epic Hans Zimmer soundtrack, and badass shit blowing up. We're not looking for anything else here.
1: Well, you... I'm not looking forward to the Batman either.
0: (laughs) You're not looking forward to the Batman?
1: No, not anymore. Why? Well, why did he beat the dude mercilessly into the ground?
0: Because this is the beginning of Batman. This isn't a refined Batman.
1: Is he not supposed to go through that training beforehand? Oh,
0: he, he, okay. The evol- Batman is evolving even when he's Batman. Batman is a very complex character. I hope I didn't just stop recording. I didn't. Awesome. awesome. I clicked the mouse accidentally. Got really scared. Here's the thing about Batman. Batman starts out, and he goes and he gets his training to mm-hmm. beat the shit out of criminals to scare them. Because when Batman first starts off, he wants to, like, use fear to stop criminals. That way, no eight-year-old kid has to watch his parents die. Fear he starts off going. with fear, and then as time goes on, because at first he's, like, he goes and gets that training. He's really determined. Mm-hmm. And he's letting his anger drive him and stuff. And then he comes back, and he's an angry young dude beating up people at night. And Alfred, Alfred's just kind of like, dude, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And then as time goes on, he realizes, you know, this fear stuff, it works, but it doesn't gain the city's, like, because what he has to realize is when he he, he kind of needs the city's help in the end, yeah. is that's what he's got to realize is Batman. And this being an early Batman story, he's still trying to do it all on his own. Yeah. So he's trying to rule the streets of Gotham with fear, basically. So he's using brute force. Yeah, he's like, you see this guy, you'll end up like him if you're a criminal, basically. Yeah,
1: but shouldn't he be able to take him down in like three hits? That's way more. Yeah,
0: he's also pissed off. Well, at crime in Gotham, Mm -hmm. so he also uses Batman as a way to get his anger out, which is something he's going to have to deal with as a character moving forward. He's going to have to temper himself. Because gotcha. when he starts off, he's kind of a blunt Angsty. force object Yeah, that knows a lot of skills. But as time goes on, he becomes more of a... He, he tempers it out and he's more of a precise instrument. Gotcha. And to me, that's the evolution of Batman. And what makes a good Batman. Right. Plus, in the Arkham games, he beats the shit out of people.
1: Yeah, that's kind of weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they had to they had to it, it they got to make a video game it's interesting video game. somehow.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll go back to Doom.
0: Plus Batman got all those fighting instructions, so I guess they got to use it. So, yeah. Yeah. The way the way I see it, this is supposed to be a year 2 story. He's angry. He's young. He just got all these skills and he's ready to just do a war on crime. And what he's got to realize is if he wants to effectively do that, he's going to need to kind of not just do it on his own. He's going to need people like Gordon. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like it's going to be an important part of the movie is Gordon's going to be like, hey, listen, I know what you want to do. I want to do it too. If we work together, we could fix things. But you got to stop horrendously beating people. Horrendously beating people. And he's gonna be like, <laughs> but yeah, bye bye. so there's that. Um, oh yeah, Zack Snyder. Yeah, he, he actually made he directed a pretty good animated film once.
1: Which one was that? Rise of the
0: Guardians, The Owls of Kahool. Oh,
1: that was the Owls. Hmm.
0: Mm. Pretty good. That's neat. Not like the best thing ever, but pretty good. All right, you want to move on? Sure, we're done talking about all that. I'm gonna name this episode: Brandon yells about Superman.
1: Yeah, I'm a little passionate about Superman.
0: Hey, I understand it. I'm passionate about certain characters too.
1: Jonathan Kent sucked in that movie.
0: Yeah, he wasn't up to par, up to snuff. Jor El was pretty good. I'm gonna be real. I thought it was a good Jor El cuz it was actually like a decent Jor-El where in most times I don't know for some reason most modern adaptations of Superman Jor-El's like fuck the humans. Yeah, yeah just 70s. use just use your powers.
1: I can't remember if the 78 movie was like that.
0: I think he was kind of neutral.
1: Yeah. It's kind of how he should be. Well, maybe a little bit. A little more on the help help people, but me I don't know.
0: think Jor-El should just be like a sideline. Hey, I'm dead. I'm technically an AI. I don't know. You do your thing. I'm just going to sit here and be your little sideline cheerleader. I'll tell you about Krypton if someone shows up from it. it be Vega. <laughs> um, so, the first up on the list, WandaVision.
1: WandaVision.
0: What did you think about WandaVision?
1: It was okay. It was interesting, I think.
0: I thought it was very Interesting. Especially, like, I know, like, some people said, I, I really started off slow, and I didn't watch it at first, and then I binged it all. And I really liked it after binging it all. So I feel like for some people, the mystery is what kept them going. Yeah. And for some people, the whole, like, weird formatting and stuff is what turned them off. But then when they could watch it all, yeah, they really liked it. That's good. But I also feel like, a lot of the people who, like, kept going along with it and watched it week by week got let down because they would come up with all these theories. I didn't do that. I just, I just watched it. I was week. just like, <laughs> that'd be cool, but I still don't know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Mephisto would have been cool, but I honestly didn't bank any
0: on him. Yeah, I mean, it. Mephisto would have been cool, but that kind of would have been jumping the shark for your first ever, like, show. television show. Mm-hmm.
1: It would have been neat if he got name dropped.
0: Which, let's be real... Marvel's first television show, which was basically just MCU quality broken out into, like, nine episodes. Give them a round of applause. Good job, Marvel Studios, on that. Um, This made me very much more, like, interested in the characters of Wanda and Vision. Yeah. Because, like, I think it's smart that they're taking these side characters that, like, were side characters in the first 23 films, and now they're like, well, these people kind of have to be the main characters now because all the old ones are either dead or retired. Yeah. Or they're going to be soon, so we need to introduce character. We need to get the other characters up to snuff. I'm like, good job on that. Because, like, you know, Wanda I was like, Ah, she's gonna be sad, nah, she's gonna be manipulate an area of the world and turn it into her own little playground sad uh superhero, yeah, I don't like I thought it was very interesting um yeah it was it was cool. I liked it. I wouldn't say it's the best thing ever, but it was good, um there's WandaVision, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier. That was one of my most anticipated shows, because Captain America, favorite Marvel character right there. Um, which, you know, at the end of Avengers Endgame, he gives a shield to Sam, what happens afterwards. I thought it was a cool story that... Okay and apparently they're making a Captain America 4 now. So yeah. this was like a cool like side detour to be like, this is how he goes from Falcon to Captain America, which...
1: Without having to make that one whole movie.
0: Yeah. So, interesting little side story. Plus, you set up U.S. Agent and other characters with it. True. Um,
1: I only watched like half an episode of that show. And it was the part where the dude gets killed with the shield.
0: I think that's like episode four.
1: Yeah, I've only seen that part.
0: Yeah. Really intense part. Overall, good show. Well, I mean, it was, yeah, I liked it. Um, I thought it was really cool. Sam's character was really cool. Yeah. He had an interesting, like, viewpoint on things, I thought, too. Um, A lot of people were like, Oh, Bucky should have gotten the shield. Which I'm like,
1: makes sense why Sam got it.
0: I think it it makes more sense. Within the context of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think it makes more sense that Sam has gotten the shield than Bucky. Because in this series, it demonstrates that Sam has his shit together while Bucky kind of is still working through the Winter Soldier stuff. Yeah. And the number one reason that people are like, Bucky should have gotten the shield, it's like, oh, in the comics it happened that way. Well, this isn't comics. In the comics... Steve Rogers helped Bucky work past the Winter Soldier stuff, and by the time Bucky Barnes got the shield, he had already, like, kind of... The
1: Winter Soldier stuff was...
0: It was behind fun. him. He yeah. was doing his own thing at that point. He had kind of, like... Re- he wasn't, like, in the clear with the government yet, but he had redeemed himself in his own eyes. Um, And he got the shield, and he was Captain America. But in this, like... Marvel Cinematic Universe. Bucky's still working through that. And at the end of the show, it shows him that he's starting to go down the path of he's no he's leaving behind the winter soldier. Yeah. So I guess he's gonna be like White Wolf now or whatever. Which cool code name. Or just Bucky. Maybe either or. Um, dude with a metal arm and a cool suit. Yeah. That knows how to use weapons. That's my code name knows how for to him. Use gun. He's good at fighting. That's what he's good at. Um, And he's going to support... Falcon. Well, Captain America now. Captain cause America. Because Falcon becomes Captain America. And one thing that I love that exhibited throughout the sh- itself throughout the show is Sam Wilson, even though he didn't want to be Captain America, he already had the qualities to be Captain America. Yeah. So... All it took was him. Come on, dude. Number one, if you don't do it, someone else who isn't as good as you is going to do it. And enter John Walker, who is a good soldier. Yeah. But he's got issues, like Bucky. Yeah. That he's he's quick-tempered, I don't think he, I, I, his, I'm pretty sure his service record is, uh, he screwed up from it. He's got PTSD. Yeah. Um, and he, and that pressure that gets put on him just pushes him too far. And then he loses the person who grounded him. Oh yeah. So he, he decided to like either, I don't know what he did. I think he caved the dude's chest in. But he could have decapitated him, too.
1: If anything, he just had to cut in there into his throat a little bit. He didn't even really have to cut his head And off.
0: Uh, Yeah, like, you have the super soldier serum. He just had to keep on. Yeah. So, I liked how that ended. And I liked the character Isaiah Bradley.
1: Didn't they die?
0: Isaiah Bradley?
1: Who was that?
0: Um uh, I don't know if you saw him. no, that was Lamar Hoskins oh. who died. The guy who got punched and then John Walker freaked out. Yeah. Nah, Isaiah remember. Bradley he was
1: the Vietnam guy. Or
0: the, Korean, the War Korean War guy. guy. Yeah. I I thought he, he had a cool story. And from the comics he had a cool story. And I liked his like little what they what Sam did for him in the end. I hope he gets his own miniseries too because I'd like to see like him as a super soldier doing his thing.
1: Korean Captain America.
0: Korean War Captain America that took off one of Bucky's metal arms. Wow. When they first roll up to him he recognizes Bucky. He's like, I took your arm off in Korea. What are you do? You come here to finish the job because he doesn't know. He's like... Not with Hydra anymore. Gotcha. But Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't exactly live up to my expectations, but I think it was good for what it was. Gotcha. Um, plus the costuming in that. Well, the costuming in WandaVision too, when she gets like her Scarlet Witch get up. Yeah, that was pretty good. The costuming in the MCU for this phase. Yes, <sighs> they've, been, they've been doing it to them in a good way in a good way the sam wilson captain america suit ooh when i saw that i said mm. chef's kiss um loki loki what what have you seen from loki you said you aren't up to date on it but i saw the last half episodes. of the
1: third episode i think
0: the last half of the third or episode. the
1: second episode i don't remember which one
0: what happened in it
1: uh female loki showed up That's episode two. Okay. Last half of the second episode.
0: Um, I think it's cool. It's like got a unique feel to it. Mm -hmm. Which one thing that all these shows have had so far. Their own unique vibe. That's good. Loki very much seems like a weird sci-fi deal. And I I really like Loki's character in it. Because
1: he was
0: great in the movies. Tom H- Tom is one of the best MCU actors, is what I've discovered after Loki. That's true. He just, mmm, nails it. Um, the whole Time Variance Authority, I'm very interested into what that is going to bring about and possible connection to Kang the Conqueror, maybe, because there's a character named Ravana in there. In the comics, that's Kang's love interest.
1: Ravana's in the Time variant.
0: Yeah, she's the judge. Oh. That sentence Loki. Wow. I like Owen Wilson's character too, because he's
1: Surprised they're not all blue.
0: Well it reveals why they're not in this latest episode, but Ravana might be different because of
1: King is technically human.
0: Kang is. The only reason he's blue is because of technology. Um hmm. So Loki, I think that's good. I look forward to see I think it's only a six episode series. So that's gonna be cool. What comes after Loki's got me hyped? So I think something comes after Loki. What if? Oh
1: that's what that fourth that's what that's what the fourth one is. Okay.
0: Animated show. I'm looking forward to it. Some of the like apparently one of the what ifs is what if Steve Rogers was Spider Man? <laughs> Is that and gonna it's going to
1: be place in the 40s
0: maybe <coughs> <coughs> oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i hit the thing um he hit the thing so that's going to happen um bad batch what you know about it
1: i watched the first episode
0: i thought the first episode was good stuff the
1: first episode was pretty dope And the other episodes I've seen, I don't remember which ones, they're pretty good, too.
0: I think it's an interesting look at directly after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Which is something we don't get to see a lot of. Like, the closest to after Revenge of the Sith we see is, I think, Jedi Fallen Order. But by that point, they've moved on from, like, all that stuff, and they're very much the Empire Stormtroopers and scout troopers, That's but true. here they're using the clone army with all the inhibitor chips activated, and then proto stormtroopers. Yeah, they're testing out conscripties. Um,
1: didn't crosshair kill one.
0: Yeah. Um, one of the bad batch has turned, and mainly because his inhibitor chip works.
1: Has Rex returned yet?
0: That happened on an episode with Rex. Well, yeah.
1: So he's not part of the Bad Batch anymore?
0: No, they fixed him. Oh, okay. That's why they met Rex. Yeah, no, Rex showed up and they said, Yeah, we don't have ours out yet. And he he starts freaking out. He's like, Got it. He, he's like in front of Omega, about to draw his guns <laughs> and start capping fools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, they're trying to like, figure out... Like, they're in a medical bay of an old um, Jedi cruiser, and Wrecker just kind of, like, flips on, and he's like, you're in direct violation of order. And he's like, you know... Yeah. He's a force to be reckoned with. He's, like, slinging them all over the place. Wow. Eventually, they stun him. All of them. Get it cut out. Um... Yeah, I'm looking forward to what that, excuse me, excuse me, I'm looking forward to what that brings up, um, this past week, what was it, like yesterday?
1: Yesterday, yeah, or two days ago?
0: Yesterday, two days ago, I don't know, sometime this past week, uh, yeah, the yesterday
1: we got our first look at Kingdom.
0: Name for... The next Transformers live-action film was released. Comes out next June. Transformers Rise of the Beast, so I guess they're doing some sort of Beast Wars things. But the weird thing is they haven't really said if it's a sequel to Bumblebee or a reboot.
1: I saw an article about that last night, and it's the worst possible answer they could have given. Mm-hmm. The director said it's both.
0: A sequel to Bumblebee and a reboot?
1: No, wait. It's a sequel to Bumblebee and a prequel to the Bayverse. It's both. That's what the director said.
0: We'll see how that. I, I turns read the out.
1: article, and basically what he said is that it takes place ten years after Bumblebee, and yeah. it, I think basically it'll tie more into Bumblebee, yeah, event-wise. But basically, what he said was that it takes place also before 2007. It takes place in 1994. So it literally, chronology-wise, in the real world, takes place before the Michael Bay movies. But, stupid wording, Paramount won't commit to the idea of a
0: reboot, so they want him to say it takes place... So basically, it's just like, it ties in with Bumblebee, yes. Yes. But if you want it to That'd, It takes place before the Bay movies. That doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't work, but none of the Bay movies had a like consistent continuity with themselves. Exactly. Sometimes within one movie, but so like he- here's what I'm hearing. Yeah, Bumblebee sequel. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna tie into Bumblebee. We we might make a ch- a cheeky reference to the yeah. Bay movies. Of like With what an Bumblebee Easter egg, yeah, kind of like what Bumblebee did, which I thought it did too much. I hope this one stands more on its because own. It, yeah, I hope it. This one's more. called Transformers too, so I expect Optimus Prime to be in it. Yeah, we've got Optimus maybe Prime. Optimus Primal.
1: We've got both.
0: We both? know, yeah,
1: well they have. They gave us a confirmed list of some characters. We've got Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and RC and Mirage. Those are the Autobots we know confirmed to be in the movie. Okay, and then.
0: Do you think there's going to be a time travel thing going on?
1: I don't know, but the Maximals, we've got Optimus Primal, which is not Optimus Prime, Airazor, and Rhinox. Those are the three we know will be in there.
0: Optimus Primal isn't Optimus Prime?
1: No, never was. Well, actually, I take that back. At one point, he was, but then he wasn't. I don't know, but then we've got a brand that new... That sounds
0: f- like some keck shit to me. we got
1: a brand new faction coming into this movie. It's not a new term, but it's the Terrorcons led by a guy named Scourge which in the 2001 anime was a black Optimus Prime.
0: Well, we're going to see how this movie turns out next year. And then
1: we've got another Terracon Nightbird, which was an artificially human-made robot from the original cartoon that was a cyber ninja.
0: I'm I'm, I'm going to stick to my comment. We're going to see how this turns out next. What June? Gotcha.
1: Yeah, next June.
0: What what day? Twenty second or something? June twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. We're going to see how this shit turns want me out. To give you the Optimus Primal story. Please explain that to okay, me and well, TLDR, it, okay. Please.
1: Nineteen ninety six, Kenner makes the original Optimus Primal toy.
0: It's yeah, like this big. Yeah, got okay. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: and the its toy bio says, "Move over, King Kong." Optimus Primal is the big monkey on the block, basically. Mm-hmm. And it says that Optimus Prime has reformatted his body into a gargantuan gorilla. Kek. So the toy bio says Optimus Prime is Optimus Primal. Mm-hmm. But in the cartoon that aired the same year, what happens is you've got the Predacons, in the, the Predacons and the Maximals are in the future on Cybertron. Mm. There's this piece of technology called a transwarp drive that allows them to shoot through time. Gotcha. Kind of like a hyperspace drive. Yeah. And what happens is the Predacons steal one, and they leave Cybertron. And the only only thing that can chase after them is a small exploration vessel manned by Optimus Primal and his team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they follow the Maximal ship back through time, and they crash land on prehistoric Earth.
0: So Optimus Prime is a totally different Totally dude. different character. Gotcha. Okay, that that clears up so much in my head.
1: But what's really cool is later on in that show, they find the Ark crashed in the mountain like it was in the original cartoon. Yeah. Because Beast Wars is technically a sequel to G1.
0: Okay. Sequel prequel. Yes and no. If we combine them both, we could call it a sequel. Oh. It's a sequel. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, that clears up so much in my head, because it's like, so Optimus Prime, what the what the hell goes, what's with the fucky time shit? Yeah,
1: but there's a whole thing, this doesn't make any sense, but because of the Japanese Beast Wars animes, there's two of them, Beast Wars Neo and Beast Wars 2, or maybe that's the other way around. Optimus Prime has three descendants.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Optimus Primal, Leo Convoy, and Big Convoy. They all have Optimus-shaped heads. I don't know how exactly they're
0: descendants, like genealogically speaking, from Optimus. Because even in the, I don't think descendants and relatives even work within Transformers, unless they're like created as a pair or something. Yeah, that's
1: the thing. But in the Japanese cartoons, they are, they are like direct descendants of Optimus Prime, even though that makes no sense.
0: Sometimes you just gotta shake your head and say, okay.
1: Yeah, they're pretty cool characters, though. Like Big Convoy. Turns into a woolly mammoth, and he's fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> a Leo Convoy turns into a lion, and he's freaking cool. All right. And then Optimus Primal is a gorilla.
0: What do you think Rise of the Beast is going to do with it, though?
1: Rise of the Beast, there's something in there about how the Maximals and Predacons are going to be prehistoric Transformers. So they they might have some time travel stuff involved, like the original cartoon, but I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. My biggest concern is are are they doing too much too fast? We've got Autobots, Decepticons, Maximals, Predacons, and Terracons all in the second movie. That's that's
0: kind of a lot. I feel like all the bad guys are just gonna get grouped into one group, though, and Probably. it's gonna be like they technically have like different titles than Decepticon, mm-hmm. but they are the Decepticons of this movie. My other worry is Same with, with the like what the good animal things are called Maximals. Mm-hmm. They're going to be grouped in with the Autobots. Yeah,
1: that's probably what will happen. But that's and also... there's going to be some
0: timey-wimey stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: They also said that Optimus Prime will be the main hero of the movie. So he's kind of the main character. And the whole idea is looking at how and why exactly he has an emotional tie to planet Earth.
0: That could be that could go either really good or really bad. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like if if Here,
0: there be, here's the thing though. They just announced the title. Mm-hmm. There's no trailer. There's no real synopsis yet. Besides the there's like
1: little, There's like little sprinkles of synopsis. Basically,
0: it's kind of like uh There's plot details. There's plot details. Mm-hmm. There we go. So you aren't really going to know for a year.
1: No. My other concern I have one more. Because it one. comes
0: out in a year. So. Yeah.
1: I have one more concern is that they're going to spend more time on the Autobots story on Earth and Cybertron and their backstories is going to end up not as important. Does that make sense? I guess, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, they're fighting this war, but we're not going to get a really good reason as to why they're fighting the war. Unless we're building, piecing it together from previous continuities that have no relation to this continuity, which results in a very unstable continuity,
0: which results in pure confusion. Exactly. So we'll 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 see when the movie comes out. That's oh, all I gotta yeah. guess. Maybe it'll have like an opening prologue that's like, "This is why the war is being fought." It was the or Spartan. maybe they're gonna like reveal it throughout the movie. Maybe. Like, Optimus is gonna, like, meet Megatron, and he's gonna be like, you did this! Well, that's
1: that's an interesting thing. We actually don't technically know what Decepticons and Predacons are in the movie. They didn't give us any of those.
0: Transformers movie without Megatron as the main villain? What?
1: Where well, have I seen that before? Every movie, except for the first one.
0: But what if Megatron isn't involved at all?
1: Mm, That could be really good or really bad.
0: I think it'd be a cool, refreshing take on things. Yeah, it
1: would, but you can't keep him out of the picture forever.
0: No, you don't like, (laughs) you're not like, (laughs) he's gone forever. At the end of this movie, you tease him, it's like, oh, big dude's coming. (laughs) Megatron.
1: (laughs) I love that name.
0: Mega bitch. (laughs)
1: You know, oh, okay. In the '80s movie, he wasn't the big bad guy.
0: Yeah, it was Unicron. Yeah. Wow.
1: The only one he was really the big bad guy was the 2007 one.
0: Yeah, because yeah, they were like, oh, what's the original cartoon? Optimus versus Megatron."
1: On the Hoover Dam. Wait a minute.
0: No, they didn't fight on the Hoover Dam.
1: In the original cartoon.
0: Oh, they did in the Hoover. Well, it was Dam? either
1: Hoover Dam or Normandy Dam. I think that's the thing. Maybe it was the Hoover
0: Dam. I'd say it's the Hoover Dam because the Normandy Dam is in Tennessee and the old Transformer show tended to take place in the desert.
1: But it, they technically crashed in Washington.
0: The west side of the country. <laughs> um,
1: well, that was the comics. The comics, it says they crashed in Mount St. Helen. The cartoon never really specifies.
0: It always looked like they were going ac- across the desert yeah. in the opening of the show. I so. Before we started recording, there was a trailer released for Shang Chi. Shang Chi. It's
1: the first trailer. And the Legend of the Ten
0: Rings. He's. This is the only trailer he's seen. I saw the one before that, but there's a detail in the end, and it's a big creature that looks like abomination. Whoa. And a dragon. There's going to be a dragon in it because fuck yeah, dragons.
1: But it won't be named Fin Fang Foom.
0: Nah, they can't do that yet. Yeah. Fin Feng Foom's a boss fight. Boss fight. He's a big bad. He's going to be the big bad guy of the movie? What, of Shang-Chi? Yeah. No. Okay. The big bad's the real Mandarin. Okay. Shang-Chi's dad. Whoa. Um, That's kind of cool. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, you know? I think... Uh,
1: Looks better than Snake Eyes.
0: Oh, yeah, you want to talk about Snake Eyes? Snake Eyes. So Snake Eye's doing some fucked shit with his origin. Yeah, he wasn't uh, originally Asian. I don't care. Here, here's the thing. I don't care if you make him Asian. I'm
1: kind of against all sorts of race swapping. So
0: There's certain things I just don't care about. Like
1: At this point, I stopped making exceptions.
0: <laughs> there, the, like, Snake Eye's, he's going to be in a mask eventually. Yeah, I don't think it matters exactly what color he is. There's certain other things. That are more important to Snake Eyes than his race, though. Yeah. Like, Asian, like, make him Asian, by all means. But he's got to be a soldier. Mm-hmm. And he's got to be a commando. Yeah. And he's got to get injured. Then he can't talk.
1: And his family dies in a car accident with Cobra Commander's brother.
0: Sure. <laughs> uh, see, there's certain things that I'm like, this is the important bits of a yeah. person's origin mm-hmm. in they, an adaptation. I all of that. But. I don't know if they are, because it seems like he's just kind of going to be a dude who gets put in a bad place. Yeah. And then Storm Shadow helps him out. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, you want to be a ninja with me? And then Storm yeah. Shadow eventually joins Cobra, and Snake Eyes is going to be like, you're betraying the ninja clan. And he's like, I was raised in it. You weren't. And Snake Eyes is going to be like, yeah, at least I'm loyal. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sword Fight. Sword Fight. Um.
1: Scarlet's in the movie.
0: Oh, yeah. The her, quick, quick glimpse of her looked good. Yeah. She was picking up a rifle instead of a crossbow, though. She's so. also
1: still redheaded, so that's kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, there's certain things about characters that you... Like Scar- Scarlet. Exactly. Yeah. She's a redhead. Exactly. Snake Eyes.
1: She's also Irish or Scottish. I can't remember. I think she's Irish.
0: Scarlet sounds like an Irish name. Yeah. Here, uh, yeah. Here's the thing. Like, Snake Eyes... In the original one, he was white. But here's the thing. He's He 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 puts on a ninja costume and he doesn't take the helmet off ever. It doesn't matter what color he is under there. Yeah. If you're doing an origin, show him, oh, he's white, black, Asian, Latino. Who, who gives a shit?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The only things you need to hit with a Snake Eyes origin. He's a soldier. He's a commando. You can have the helmet off for the first bit but halfway through the movie or like a quarter way into the movie or he needs to put that on yeah that needs to be his get up or maybe the opening of the movie is him be, getting injured and then to, he puts the helmet
1: on he needs to be on a new level as it won't shut up saying
0: yeah in the trailer <laughs> i'm on a new level
1: i actually really don't like that <laughs> uh,
0: it i don't i think they're just like it just kind of looks like a generic action movie where mm-hmm. guys in a bad situation someone helps him out mm-hmm eventually that person who helped him out is going to become a bad guy because of this, this, and this. The way they described Cobra in it wasn't, like, terrible. I don't know, it just seemed like Cobra was... I don't know, they just kind of said, Cobra, they're bad guys. I'm like, pretty much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, bent on world domination.
0: Snake terrorists. Fuck yeah. Snake terrorists.
1: Possibly inspired. Uh, you know by what Coda I Law. do?
0: You know what I do every Fourth of July? What I watch the opening of that 1980s GI Joe movie. I just watched the whole movie. Oh no! Okay, listen. <laughs> I can't take the rest of it, but that opening. <laughs> yeah. The rest I watched. I watched that when I wake up Fourth of July. I'm I'm running around with an American flag shooting my gun. Off. I'm like I'm I'm crazy. Yeah, the, the, watch the, that and let the patriotism <laughs> run through your body. Bl- let the blind patriotism <laughs> of the 80s run through your body. Yeah. Make the, it, the When you see Duke jetpack an American flag yeah. to the top of the Statue of Liberty, awesome. <laughs> <Just clears> breathe <throat> it in. But the
1: beginning of that movie, the beachhead scenes, and the end of the movie are the best parts. Like when Sergeant Slaughter picks up the Nemesis Enforcer by the throat and chucks him into a pit.
0: Anything Sergeant Slaughter does, he was G.I. Joe before he was G.I. Joe, man. Exactly. It's like Nostalgia Critics said Oh, fuck that. You were always G.I. Joe. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's funny. Nah. I don't
1: watch a lot of critics.
0: Uh, I mean, I don't need to. No, Nostalgia Critic's just like a goofy skit guy on it's YouTube goofy, I used to really be into. I don't agree with all of his opinions, but, you know. He he, he just, he kind of memed on movies, so. <laughs> I just played Not all of his jokes games. were funny. Some of them, maybe they were. Some of them, but, maybe not. But, yeah, you know. You grow up. That's how jokes you, go? You grow up, your comedy taste evolves. Um, well, But uh, Snake Eyes movie, to me, it just kind of looks like a generic action movie. Yeah. It comes out, what, July? I don't even remember. It comes out, I think it comes out in July. I haven't
1: honestly been keeping
0: Hold up on, with talk, it. Hold on, talk about how it looks like a generic action movie real well, quick. Well,
1: it looks like a generic action movie, and there's not really a lot else to say about it other than that. Um, there's still something definitely weird about it. It doesn't have that G.I. Joe feel to it.
0: Yeah. I mean, from the trailers, it doesn't. Maybe when you get into the movie. Maybe. I don't know. But it's also an origin movie. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I and can I-, for- I can forgive this if it's an origin movie, but it's also, like, it's a Snake Eyes origin movie, and they're not hitting the points of Snake Eyes.
1: Yes, that's a problem. That's like that's like having Clark Kent ram trees through a dude's truck, even though, never mind.
0: I have no comment.
1: <laughs> um, um. It
0: comes out July 23rd.
1: Me like, and you will go see what it. What if Steve Rogers w- bash somebody's windows in with a baseball bat? I mean like
0: He might do that.
1: Why why would Steve Rogers do that?
0: Cuz they're an asshole.
1: That's not a good reason to do that.
0: Sometimes it is. No, it's not. Listen, let's not talk about the real life Steve what Steve Rogers would do. Not He's bad. fictional. He's too good for us, Brandon. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> He's too good for us.
1: Okay, like, maybe they were addictive people. That doesn't mean you have to damage their car.
0: Shit happens, man. Bullshit. (laughs) Hey, it's it's like the song The Coward of the County. Great song. Great message in that song.
1: Well, if you break their car, then it's just revenge at that point. Revenge is a poison that corrupts the mind.
0: We're getting too philosophical on this yeah, podcast. Steve Rogers
1: and Clark Kent or Ryan Pax, they're not like that. They're better than us. <laughs> that's why we look up to them. Exactly. They're aspirational characters.
0: I still like Mana still, but that's because I perceive the ending very differently right. than most people. Everybody's like, The people who, like, love it and are like, this is such a perfect interpretation of Superman, I'm like, no. This is the beginning of Superman. This is Superman becoming the man... This is Superman going through a hell of a crucible to become the man of tomorrow, the man of hope, the man who doesn't let anybody down.
1: Well, you see, he was supposed to do that growing up. Yeah. His father... And that's a
0: valid point. (laughs) That's a valid point.
1: Like... That's kind of the thing aspirational characters have over everybody else is they've done most of their.
0: They had a lot and of they, they had a lot of character development in their upbringing. Exactly. Except I mean like, they all do it differently. Like Captain America, mm-hmm. he had good morals, but his crucible was like World War II and all that. Oh well, yeah. Um. That's besides the point. Snake Eyes, July twenty third. Me, is- me and Brandon. Me and Brandon will be there. And we'll give you the lowdown Yeah. on if it's shit my brother or just mediocre. Yeah, just let <laughs> Solomon in on it. So, yeah, we'll give you the lowdown. We'll give you a rating of shit, mediocre, or oh my god, G.I. Joe's back. <laughs> Probably not that um, <laughs> uh Speaking of G.I. Joe, I'm done collecting the classified series because really it's nothing it. but a letdown. My brother's um,
1: really into it. He has Gung Ho and Lady J now. Does he have Roadblock? Yes.
0: Shit, I need to get rid of a roadblock. Did you
1: not send him to that guy in California? I never no. contacted
0: him, no. Oh. I feel bad. <laughs> well,
1: you could probably do it. He's a pretty chill guy. He sent me a couple things. Maybe.
0: maybe I'll just have a roadblock chilling around First, one day. Maybe. We'll do a giveaway on the podcast. Oh. One original roadblock from G.I. Joe Classified Series. If you love roadblock, First leave wave. a comment down below.
1: If you want a roadblock. I don't know. I, I I still only have Beachhead and Scarlet, so I'll probably get Sci-Fi. The only ones I'm
0: keeping is Gung Ho, because like Gung Ho, his vest is a little like wild, but like for the most part, yeah, basic soldier. Because series one, they had those weird gold plates and stuff on Roadblock and Duke. Yeah. And like Scarlet's outfit was really wild looking and very much like this weird armored tech suit, but then they did the redecos, and now Duke just kind of looks like he's wearing random armor plating, and Scarlet's wearing just kind of an armored up version of her classic suit. But in series two, they kind of went more neutral with it. Like gung ho, he doesn't have like gold plating; he's got like gunmetal. Did
1: you see barbecue plates?
0: Yeah, I don't know who that is.
1: Barbecue went, like, untouched, so that was
0: neat. Yeah. They literally
1: just took the three and three quarters from the 80s and scaled it up. Too bad he's
0: Cobra Island. (laughs) Too bad they said, hey, let's make a G.I. Joe series, but let's make a subline for it that's only at Target. And put all of the lesser-known
1: characters, which is most of the characters in that exclusive line.
0: Yeah. Except Baroness.
1: (laughs) It's like making Bumblebee Walmart exclusive. Which they did, by the way.
0: You know, Hasbro does some dumb shit. Oh, you want to talk about pre-orders? Yeah, what you got on pre-order? I got
1: SG Megatron on pre-order. What's that? Shattered Glass Megatron. Okay,
0: Shattered Glass. I know what SG means. Yeah, you know?
1: where they the Decepticons are the good guys and the Autobots are the bad guys. I saw the
0: Gold Bug. Yeah, gold reveal.
1: Bug. I'm probably not going to get him. He's he's he, got a weird yeah, color scheme. He's like this big for about thirty bucks.
0: Well, fuck that.
1: Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not gonna pay thirty bucks for something smaller than it. You looks. can't
0: see Brandon's hand right now, but it's small. It's like
1: three inches tall.
0: Take my word. Fuck that. Uh,
1: <laughs> maybe four inches tall. But I've also got Scorpionok. Um, who else did I pre-order? I pre-ordered somebody else from Kingdom. I can't remember anymore. Oh, it was. Not Trax. Galvatron. No, not Galvatron. But I do want Galvatron, but he sold out really fast. Frick, I don't remember. But I've also got the reissue of Optimus Primal on pre-order. The What's original, the reissue? The 1996 release. Oh, one okay. Like the vintage one. Yeah, he has a, like a mechanical gimmick where he beat eat his chest in gorilla mode. Oh, that's cool. That's dope, yeah. And I've also got Transmutate on pre-order.
0: Vintage or uh modern?
1: Generations to Selects.
0: Okay. So... so. Uh, updated version. Pretty much. That's um, gonna be cool. While you think about that one character that you can't remember. Yeah.
1: Let me sign in now.
0: Um, I've got... Legends, Star Wars, Black Series, and Action Force, which we'll get to Action Force in a second, on pre-order. Um, so, Black Series, oh, I'm... I remembered. No. Never mind. Black Series, I'm on uh in our episode 40 years ago when the empire struck back or strike stri- struck back what i i don't know the empire strikes back 40th anniversary episode we talk about black series and i brought in some figures for it cuz i thought they had started doing a very good job with it did it fall off no, oh, it hasn't. Okay. Well, decision-making has in that they're doing uh, very big characters as exclusives. They made a Clone Wars Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Arc Trooper Echo Target oh, yeah. exclusive. I was in a group chat with somebody that actually got those on the pre-order. I actually got them. Whoa. Because no I was better. awake at like 3 a.m. and they went up on Target.com, so I got Anakin, Ooh. Obi-Wan, and Echo. I didn't care about the clone pilot. Um, I've got a Captain Rex on pre-order. Oh,
1: I've got Maximal Skywarp and... Autobot sideswipe the two pack on pre-order.
0: Okay, did you you just realize you had that on pre-order? Yeah, I kind of forgot about it. I think this is this is what happens when you got too many things on pre-order. Yeah. Good thing Um, is they're
1: all Transformers. That's that's Megatron. Megatron So I've got
0: some Black Series on pre-order. Black Series, I just kind of get characters I want. Um, I got the so sometimes I I look at characters. I'm like, yeah, I want that. And then I realize I don't really care, so I cancel the pre-order on Black Series I've stuff also got all the shatter time. Shatterglass Blur on pre-order. Shattered glass Blur.
1: Yeah, I don't have regular Blur, but
0: you're just scrolling through a list. I know, I know what you're thinking right now. You're like, Jesus Christ, I have so many.
1: Actually, oh well, maybe a little bit. But you have like four hundred and one dollars in Action Force. Hey,
0: Action Force is a little more expensive. I
1: also, have because the, uh, it's a
0: new toy line, but also, it's also got a lot more stuff I also got going the on.
1: Blast Effect Pack up for pre-order. Yeah, I wish I'd gotten the weapon pack they did for Earthrise, but I was an idiot. What's this? Oh, that's the Micromasters. Uh, I also ordered a what is it? Hot Rod Studio Series Hot Rod. Oh, okay. Eighty six Hot Rod from.
0: Aren't they making a Generation Select like they're Kingdom? Making, they're making a hot Rodimus rod?
1: Prime. Ah, uh, so it's Commander class. Very hot topic in the fan base. Let me tell you something. No, a very hot topic because he's about half the size of Jetfire, mm-hmm. who I got while I was at school. And Jetfire is a good. Let's see if Optimus is seven inches. He's 14 inches tall, mm-hmm. give or take. And that's kind of what the commander class was initially supposed to be for big characters like Jetfire and Skylinks. But now we've got Rodimus Prime, who's just barely taller than Earthrise Optimus and comes with a trailer with unpainted wheels.
0: Big ass cack.
1: I think he looks pretty cool. Like his chest is not fake. And it's actually the hood of the car in vehicle mode. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And it can still open and hold the matrix in it. And he has, you know how Earthrise Optimus and Primal over there have opening hands? Yeah. Well, this Hot Rod has opening hands, but he's also got a second joint here mm-hmm. on his on three bottom fingers. And then he his index finger is separate.
0: So he can point. He can point. That's cool. That's pretty cool. That's always nice to have. Yeah.
1: Um and then he just comes with a bunch of pieces.
0: I can see that being a hot topic debated. Hot topic in the Black Series community. So many fucking exclusives. Mm. So, okay, an exclusive I can understand, Bad Batch Captain Rex. Yeah. But that, it's 30 bucks. Ooh. And it is a it is not a deluxe figure either. But Walmart decided to say fuck it, 30 bucks for Captain <laughs> Rex. Um, Imperial Crosshair.
1: Although Walmart here in town had Boba Fett.
0: Boba Fett's a deluxe figure.
1: Yeah. Still, they had one Boba Fett. They had one. One Boba Fett. It was gone the next day, but you know.
0: I got that online. Uh, It's a good figure, too.
1: (laughs) Mm. And I I bought my brother Warpath like the day before because his birthday was last week. And then they had like a bunch of things he wanted the next day, like Shao Kahn and Boba Fett.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's Walmart for you. Yeah. Dorkside and Big Bad Toy Store. Oh, some of the real Destrum, MVPs. So. Um, and ten. So, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, Black Series Community exclusives are the bane of everyone's existence because they had that Clone Wars, like the four Clone Wars figures. Yeah. Target exclusive, um, which was a bunch of bullshit. Because mm. um, mm. I don't think you should put character I don't think you should put like characters like that as ex- exclusive should be characters that only real fan like real deep collectors want
1: or like the last wave of the Netflix series for transformers uh one of them's a zombie it's just a sparkless bot they put a bunch of generics in there
0: Okay, see, there you go.
1: And some funky colored Optimus Primal. Like,
0: door. I think Walgreens exclusives and, like, Target exclusives should be, um... There's a
1: Target exclusive that's pissing me off
0: right now. It's T-Rex. Alternate, mm-hmm. like, lesser-known outfits of characters. Yeah. And stuff. Because you, you don't want to put just a random, obscure character. That's just going to pe- warm the pegs.
1: T-Rex is worse. They made him a red card exclusive.
0: What's well, a red card exclusive? Target's...
1: Credit card, basically. So, in order to get this transformer, you have to have Target's credit card.
0: Well, fuck that! Don't get yeah. it.
1: they did that with Red Wing too. A couple years ago, I don't think they did it for Earthrise.
0: Um, funny but part yeah. is they're both red. So, one red- of the latest controversies, uh, besides Captain Rex being a thirty-dollar basic figure at Walmart, um, and the Imperial version of Crosshair being a Walmart exclusive, which I don't think he should be because just because it's not, like, the main look of crosshair, mm-hmm. not the iconic look, it's still, like, been the look that he's been wearing in Bad Batch for the most part. Yeah. Ever since the end of episode one, he's been wearing that. So, put it in the main line. Um, like, Rex, I don't find that controversial because mm-hmm. um, it's literally just Captain Rex with a cloak on.
1: Is it a fabric?
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's soft goods. Um, that, that it's might, good soft goods that, too. That
1: might be why the pl- price went up a little
0: bit. <laughs> yeah, but there's other figures that come with soft goods that aren't That's thirty bucks.
1: Um, what do I know about soft goods? My Duke also, Duke.
0: the the big the big one a two hundred twelfth attack battalion trooper. Oh, I heard about that. Um, one of Obi Wan's troops under the command of Commander Cody is a Walgreens exclusive. Why the hell are you going to put a regimental clone trooper as a Walgreens exclusive, which has not even been stocking up on the exclusives they're being given? Marvel Legends has not... The last two Walgreens Marvel Legends exclusives have not shown up in the U.S. And they are both overdue. Wow. So... Kind of like Hasbro's you... either gonna have to tell Walgreens to buck up or they're gonna tell have to tell Walgreens I'm sorry, but we can't do business with you anymore. You're not a good business partner.
1: I really got lucky when I found Ratchet.
0: Yeah, basically the <laughs> thing with Walgreens exclusives. Um why did they make
1: Ratchet Walgreens exclusive?
0: Sometimes they do that, and it's weird. Like Why Ratchet? <laughs> why a two hundred and twelfth trooper? That is a well-known clone trooper. Well, at least I think you're right. If you're, Red, Red if you're like... Plus, it's Clone Wars. Why are you making Clone Wars figure... Like, the thing about Clone Wars, that is a fucking license to print money. Yeah. And either the Star Wars team is just too fucking oblivious to realize that, or they know it is, and they just think it's a good idea to do that. I don't know. Um... So that's gonna be pe- be a pain in the ass. I'm gonna be lucky if I get one. I want to get two because like I like to get two of the regimental troopers if it's a big thing. Like I have two of the Ahsoka troopers. I Only got one of the Camino troopers because like Meh. he doesn't show up that much. If I can get one, two, twelfth, I'll be happy. But, but if I'm I can make get two, Omega? that'll be cool. Yeah, they are. It's oh. it's in the pipeline. Neat. They're making a Bill Burr, Migs Mayfeld. Oh. They're making him from Mando.
1: They're also still making Car doing stuff, which is funny.
0: Yeah, well, Hasbro isn't. They aren't. No, they they stop. Lego is. Oh. That's funny. Based um, Lego. <laughs> I mean, Lego made a pretty good point about it. People were like, "Why are you doing this?" It's like it's it's the character from the show. It's not the actress. Yeah. Get over it.
1: <laughs> Get
0: over. She it. was in the scene. You think we're not going to put her in the set? The people, the the kids who play with these, don't understand. They don't care who Gina Carano is. They know Cara Dune. They know Cara Dune. It says ages twelve to fifteen. They don't. They could care less about Gina Carano. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I feel like. I I'm, mean, plus. That's still a developing story, it seems, because, like, some places are like, apparently Gina Carano's not done with Star Wars Uh, and all this stuff, which, to me, I'm just like, we'll see. I I, I don't know. I don't don't know. know. At this point, I'm just like... I'm going back to my robots. Make the show good. (laughs) (laughs) Do a good job. That's all I'm asking. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. That's all I say. Um... So, pre-orders, we got too much. Correct. You know, I'm probably going to go home and cancel some of them right now because I, I was thinking about it. Actually, no. no. I'll have to look
1: up. I might it. cancel the Blast Effect pack because there's not a lot tying me to
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to buy a bunch of Blast Effects?
1: Well, the Blast Effects are
0: kind of cool. Blast Effects are great, but it'd be greater if they just came with the figure. That's true. Charge me two bucks more. Yeah. Maybe. I don't Charge know. me a dollar more. They came with Jetfire. They come with Jetfire. Jetfire is a $70 figure. He was an $80 figure. $80 yeah. figure, Jetfire was, and he came with Blast Effects. Yeah. What? Know. Did you add on $10 more for Blast Effects? I don't know. Probably. Um, But I mentioned this thing called Action Force. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Action Force is a new toy line. Uh, it's a part of a new company, a new toy company, Valiverse, uh, created by ex-Hasbro employee, Bobby Valla. Um, so this guy knows how to make good toys. And he said multiple times, if a toy company's gonna copy someone, copy Hasbro, because they're the gold standard. Gotcha. Especially for, like, action figures and stuff. They basically
1: invented action figures.
0: <laughs> yes, basically. He said Hasbro is, like, they're doing a lot of good stuff, it's just on... Their distribution sucks. Hasbro needs to fix some stuff, and he admits that. He's like, you know, I work there. I know what their problems are. That's good. And him, he said, I'm going to try to do better than them. So, that's how And works. so far, he has been. That's how. It and works. he talks to the fans whenever he gets like test samples in. Mm-hmm. He does a live stream and shows it off. Hmm. He does a video. That's he sends. Good. He puts photos up on the Instagram. He talks about it. And the figures right now are about 85% done. Wow. And they're looking great. Hasbro's Um, PR could improve. Hasbro's PR needs to improve tremendously because they keep saying fans first, but then they make everything a goddamn exclusive. That's why. And then they basically just say, well, that's too bad for you.
1: That's why I'm a public relations major. Hell yeah. (laughs) We just sit here and complain about it it won't change. (laughs) Yeah, no, That's. (laughs) I mean, you're right. Can't expect them to do all the work. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, you know, sometimes you got to get out there and do it yourself. Exactly. I'll get I mean, my Tra- I, I'm going to sit here and just call them out. Yeah. That's what I do.
1: I'll get my Transformer story made. <laughs> do it. Do please. We're bringing in the Magnus course so they can make repaint after repaint of Ultra magnets.
0: <laughs> you might need to go into toy design, too. Maybe get a Maybe. couple degrees. Go in there, start can running a, shit. Can
1: you get a degree of toy, toy design?
0: Yeah, there's two colleges in the United States that offer that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them is like in the Northeast, and one of them is on the West Coast. Hmm. You'd have to move away,s but.
1: Oh, well, Hasbro's yeah. in Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. So Rhode Island.
0: Rhode Island, but um. Bobby Vala, he he talks to the fans. He tells them what's going on. Um, Action Force, the story behind Action Force is back when that old G.I. Joe cartoon came out in the 80s. Um, they had to make it in Europe. Uh, so, well, Action Force goes back actually further than when G.I. Joe came out. Um, the 80s run or the original? original? Like the original run. Okay. There was this stuff called Action Man. Oh, yeah, Action Man. And then there was Action Force. Yeah. And then when the cartoon came out in the 80s, G.I. Joe.
1: It was G.I. Joe before that.
0: Yeah, it was G.I. Joe before that. G.I. Joe with
1: Action Man and then there was Action Force. Yeah. G.I. Joe for a while.
0: So. Real
1: American Hero was the 80s. Yes.
0: Yeah. Then there was Real American Hero in the 80s, G.I. Joe the cartoon, the, the one and that sent inch. it into the pop culture zeitgeist. Yep. Um, in Europe, it was called Action Force, International Heroes. Um, Ported. <laughs> a certain character, Sergeant Slaughter, mm. from G.I. Joe, was called Sergeant Slammer. <laughs> um, but for the most part, it was just all repurposed G.I. Joe stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was that, and, you know, that happened. Uh, Bobby Valla created the Action Force line because Hasbro had let Action Force and its copyright run out. Uh, he managed to score the name of an actual G.I. Joe member named Still Brigade, which is a character, a part of his first wave, Still Brigade.
1: How did, they, how did he end up with Sergeant Slaughter?
0: Um, or have you not gotten to that yet? Oh, Sergeant Slaughter is a wrestler.
1: Yeah,
0: I knew that part. And he, like, you know, has his likeness and stuff. Um. Basically, he had just ended his contract with the WWE again, hmm. so he's open. He said, "Hey, you want to do that?" So, you know, he got Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah,
1: I'll be an action figure
0: again. <laughs> yeah, he'll be an action figure again. The only like the only thing Bobby had to do was give him a different backstory. Hmm. He's got a different look too. I think he looks cooler than he did in GI Joe too.
1: Looks about the same to me. So,
0: um, he has a little more. He deep- just wears a jacket now. Yeah, it's pretty much... he's got this awesome, big-ass revolver and a cool knife. Sunglasses and the hat. Badass. Looks like Sergeant Slaughter, Looks like Sergeant Slaughter. Except this time, he's a little crazier. He fought in NOM as a part of, like, special operations. Hmm. That's his backstory.
1: I don't actually know what his backstory was, originally.
0: In Joe, he was just, like, a Marine. Oh, okay. He's a Marine in this, too, though. Hmm. That's why he's got the big...
1: Most of them fought in NOM anyway, so...
0: And GI Joe, everybody was a non-vet. Um, and then uh, I just and then Korea too. Um, oh yeah, I'm in and Korea, baby. GI Joe origins.
1: Snake Eyes got shot down in a helicopter in Nam.
0: Yeah, that's why I can't talk. But um, Action Force, I think, is what GI Joe classified should have been. And Bobby Vala has gone on the record and said, "Yeah, a little bit." Actually, he was developing uh, action force back in 2019 before classified was announced. Wow. So that was when the first Kickstarter came out. It failed. And he said multiple times, he said, I'm glad it failed. Cause it made me go back and do it better. And yeah. now we're getting what we get today. We're getting real world weapons, which a lot of the rifles, like the big rifles, you can take the magazine out of it. Ooh. And they have like, Their vests and stuff. You can put the magazines in the vest. That's pretty cool. And they also like if the vest can hold the magazines. They have a hip thing that you can put them in. Um. So I think that's really cool. Fairly detailed. Uh, they're very good, greatly detailed. Um. Monkey. But due to this being a new line and also like a Kickstarter, they're ten bucks more than a usual uh figure. So they're thirty to thirty one ninety nine for a six inch. Yes. But you also got to understand, like, it's new.
1: We got a little bit more effort put into this. We
0: we are getting a lot of effort put into this. Plus, it's a small company. Small company, new company. New company. Which, Bobby Vala has said, he's got over a million sales now. Mm. Not over a million dollars, but he's had over a million sales now. That's pretty cool. Um, And with all the money he made on Series 1... You can put Series 2 into production immediately after Series 1 is shipped out. Epic. Um, which, this Series 3 is, Series three is when you get the females, though. This guy is uh, achieving
1: that American dream right there, man. Yeah. Really is.
0: Um, also, Action Force has a comic book line. He wrote a story behind it while he was like coming up with the designs for characters and stuff, you know? Yeah. Just like G.I. Joe. Oh, and you're disappointed that the new G.I. Joe figures don't have the cutout... File cards? Action Force does. Whoa. Um, That's pretty cool. So, another thing that Action Force has, it's got six core figures. Uh, Three good guys, three bad guys. Balanced team. But, with the good guys, you get two, like, definable characters for good guys, two definable characters for bad guys, and then you get two figures that you can buy multiple of because they're troopers. Um, What does he also have? He's got... Cheaper cheaper generic like looking dudes that you buy and then you can buy like a gear set for them that comes with like armor and stuff. Yeah. Oh, you got more guys they you can put on each guys. side. Um oh you want more weapons? Oh he's got two weapons packs in series one. You want you want more gear? They
1: should bring back tech packs.
0: You want more gear for uh, your swarm trooper? There's a swarm trooper pack with like this cool like jetpack thingy, a riot shield, two weapons that are swarm trooper themed. Um, oh, you want backpacks and satchels? There's a gear set for that. Whoa. So basically, what Bobby Vallad did is he said, "You remember GI Joe and what it was in the '80s? How about we translate that to the modern day
1: and scale it up by three and inches.
0: scale it up to 112th? Um, and, you know, give that premium detail and stuff, which I'm very excited for. Um, why are we talking about this? Because this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of this weekend, is Joe Fest, uh, like a fan convention for G.I. Joe. Epic. And who's going to be there? Bobby Valla.
1: He's going to steal the show. He's
0: going to come in, he's going to reveal Series 2, and in Series 1, you heard Sergeant Slaughter, who was a WWE wrestler. That is the celebrity figure of Series 1. There's a celebrity figure for series two. He is going to be revealing.
1: What if it's Arnold Schwarzenegger?
0: Dude, I, th- I might buy that. <laughs> Some people are thinking it's Chuck Norris. That would be just as cool, actually. Some <laughs> of it makes sense too, like their theories. Yeah, but you know, he's he's like, I can't say. I think it'd be awesome what to have it a Sylvester fucking Chuck Norris figure. Well, that's too much money for likeness <laughs> oh, rights. Gotcha. He's got to keep it on a small enough scale, like recognizable mm-hmm. but not too much money because you expensive.
1: know not too expensive
0: um you got
1: Duke Nukem.
0: so I've, i'm very looking forward to who that's going to be also who's going to be in series two because like at the last joe fest he revealed some series two stuff but there's also some changes and then in series maybe he'll give us who's going to be in like an idea of who's going to be in series three mm-hmm. which is when the females are going to get added uh you're gonna get a female still brigade trooper, some other characters. Um which that's gonna be cool because they're gonna have double jointed elbows. Whoa. Which you know who hadn't done that for the longest time? Hasbro.
1: Hasbro I find it They're crazy. now
0: starting to add that, but it's er- <laughs> all figures that are down the line.
1: I find it really funny how I kinda am oblivious to a lot of these six inch
0: problems. Can you talk into the mic real quick? Hello? Okay, it wasn't lighting up, so... Oh, did I say that loud enough? I don't think you did. Okay, you're oblivious to the problems that Six Inch figures have? Apparently
1: I am, because, you know, monkey. <laughs> well,
0: you buy Transformers. They have their own like, problems. They have a totally different set of problems, because you got to make them turn from a robot into a monkey yeah, or monkey a
1: truck. truck, rhinoceros, rat, a rat. Yeah, they got ball joint issues.
0: Um, but, yeah, that is Action Force. I'm very much looking forward to what they reveal this weekend. I got a decent amount of the Series 1 stuff. I'm happy. I'm going to be really happy when they come in and I get to tear them all open. rip and (laughs) it. Um, so, very excited about that. Um, and then... The last thing I have on my list, video games, because there were video games reveals recently. Oh, yeah. Revealed recently.
1: I totally didn't keep up with any of that. (laughs)
0: The only two I wrote down were the only two that caught my eye. Um, Battlefield 2042. Oh. Because I like Battlefield. And the last, like, two Battlefield games have not exactly been... Like, Battlefield 1... Everybody kinda I think everybody kinda likes enjoys that, but I'm also I'm like, I don't know, it's okay. Battlefield five? Yeah, Battlefield Five. I was just kinda it I think it's okay. Okay. Um What was the other game? Those were the only two that have been released. Oh, there's there's a game called Battlefield Hardline.
1: Hmm. What about the one revealed? Oh, Battlefield twenty forty two. You said there were there were two games. That oh, the
0: other one was Halo Infinite.
1: Oh, Halo Infinite.
0: Halo is a really good game series. You know they've they've who had a few. Ma- I think Doom they've is. had a few missteps. I mean, not Doom.
1: Halo. Who doesn't know what Halo is?
0: There's someone who will look at Master Chief and be like, "Oh,
1: is that the Doom guy?"
0: That's the Halo man.
1: Oh, Master Chief, you mind telling me what you're doing in that Snuggy?
0: Master Chief, mind telling me what you're doing in the nurse's office?
1: I frew up. I frew up. Sir, going blankie mode.
0: Master Chief, do you mind telling me what you're doing with that bomb? I don't know. Okay, but I when don't are we remember. getting
1: a new Duke Nukem game? <laughs>
0: um, I don't think the last one did too well. Yeah. So...
1: I was joking. I don't want a new Duke a Nukem game.
0: I'm just asking. When the hell is... Um, Bethesda gonna fucking work on Elder Scrolls 6. They've, they've, they've been milking Skyrim yeah, forever. Technically, they're supposed to be
1: more master levels added to Doom Eternal, but there's still only two.
0: It's been ten years since Skyrim release.
1: I did I not realize to, that.
0: 2011, that fucking been, masterpiece of a game came out. It's and been Bethesda ten has years. not stopped jerking it off.
1: That's Bethesda for you. They even tried to kill Doom Eternal.
0: They tried to kill it?
1: Well I'm kind of unintentionally about what was it? I don't remember when it happened, but Bethesda had most of or all of their games install some kind of anti-cheat software mm. and it basically crippled Doom Eternal.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, because frame rates would drop, the game would straight up glitch or crash or something. Like it, it crippled the game for about a week, and then it took it out. So.
0: At least they fixed it. Yeah. But, Battlefield 2042. That's gonna be cool. Looks like a good multiplayer game. Halo Infinite. I'm looking forward to. What they did with the story, because the guy, one of the old story creators, is back on Ooh. from the original Halo games. And um, Halo multiplayer, none of them have really, like, let me down. So, hmm. like, some people are like, oh, this Halo didn't have the best multiplayer. So well, ah, none of them, for me, all the Halo well, multiplayers have been pretty solid. I hope
1: both of those games are good, even though I've barely played any Halo in, like, any Battlefield, so...
0: I'd recommend you play Halo. Even if you just play the story modes there. Granted,
1: I have it, kind of. My dad has the Master Chief collection, so...
0: Ah, dude. Yeah.
1: Thing is, I've been playing Doom Eternal, so... (laughs) Have
0: you played Doom? Play through the Halo story modes. Fun games.
1: Fun games. Technically, I haven't beat the... uh, I just beat the main campaign of Eternal a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. When I beat the Icon of Sin. And I'm on the second mission of the first bit of the DLC... And earlier today, I decided to start an ultra-violence run-through over the regular campaign.
0: Heck yeah, kill everything in sight. Destroy it all. Yeah, but I haven't
1: beat the DLC yet. (laughs) Beat the DLC. (laughs) But the campaign is so much fun. I got all the cheat codes, so now I can play the original Doom game and and Doom 2 in Doom Eternal.
0: That's so cool.
1: Yeah. I was playing play so, the original Yeah, life. so now I've got like so much Doom to play, it's a little like, what do I do with all of this?
0: What do I do? What do I do first?
1: Yeah, do I do Ultraviolence Run through? Do I beat the DLC or do I play the original two games? Or do I play 2016 again? I don't know. Or do I play Battle Mode? Because I bought a month of PS plus to try it out. It's tight. You get to play as demons, it's probably the biggest plus of it.
0: Well That's about it, I guess. Yeah.
1: I have a hot dog Mancubus.
0: You have a what?
1: Hot dog Mancubus.
0: (laughs) What is that?
1: A Mancubus is this big, ugly-ass-looking demon with cannons for arms. And you can get a skin for him that puts him in a hot dog costume. And his two cannons look like hot dog and mustard bottles.
0: Doom Eternal is a fucking meme.
1: Yes and no. It doesn't look like that in the campaign. Just if you're playing in battle mode.
0: Battle mode's a meme. It is. I respect it. Yeah. It's also like
1: incredibly unbalanced tool in favor of the demons. So
0: Update that, Bethesda.
1: Actually, it's not that bad, because I got my ass handed to me by a slayer once.
0: If you know how to use it, probably.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. You gotta be really good with the slayer in order to win. So I respect that dude. Whoever you were Good job. Good job as the Slayer. What was funny is he said earlier, before we started playing, that he hadn't played the game in a while and was probably going to suck, and he just, just... Wiped the floor. Yeah, he did.
0: <laughs> well, we ran through the list of topics. How
1: long did that take us?
0: Uh, an hour and 32 minutes. Wow, that's a long episode. We talked, yeah.
1: You think we should cut it down some? Like, maybe just do 30 to 45 minute episodes? Because listening to these things is kind of a commitment. Yeah. Maybe we should think about
0: that. I always aim for, like, hour-long episodes. Mm, 60 minutes is a good thing. Because, like, you can listen. Like, you don't have to listen to it in one sitting. You can always go back to it. True, true. Especially if you're driving a lot. You can listen to it over a couple drives.
1: Okay. Well, enough of breaking the fourth wall. All
0: right. Well, um, yeah. Just a reminder, YouTube has all the episodes. um, SoundCloud and Apple, recent episodes. And click on that link tree on link our Instagram. Tree. Oh, and if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram, please. Um, Do it. This has been Jackson. And me,
1: which is Brandon.
0: Yeah, and that's Brandon. Yes. Um. So yeah, I guess I guess we're out. See you later.
1: Do we still do the closing? Do you remember what that was? I don't remember oh, what it was.
0: Um. So no matter what time you're listening, good morning. Good afternoon. Good night, and goodbye for now.
1: And rip and tear until it is done.